do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. I don't really care what the morning show has to say. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch. Yeah, you got we are halfway home on a Friday. It is uh, February 17th. I'm excited about this. I know we got some some stuff going on in Padresville, and uh, we'll have two more hours to break it all down for you. But this one I'm really excited about. I You blew me away, as you normally do. You like to sit on things and little nuggets and juicy people that you know. And Ben just casually drops last week, oh, Cocaine Bear. I know one of the producers. Excuse me? The movie that everybody in the on the planet is talking about, you know, one of the producers. Would you I be do. interested in that? Yeah, we guys, yes. yes, we'd be interested in that. <laughs> I, you know, we complain about social media a lot for with good reason, but one of the best things is it allows you to stay connected with people that you haven't really seen in a long time. And uh, our next guest, I have not seen him since uh, we left college together in 1997. But thanks to Twitter, I uh, got you know follow him and see what he's doing, and I'm always interested, saying, oh. He's become a producer in Hollywood. And it's amazing. Had the, the Martian, which was one of my absolute favorite oh, movies. so good. And, uh, since then, some other things have come out. And recently, I've been tweeting a lot about uh, his newest project, which is Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. It's just such a, an interesting <laughs> title. And joining us right now in our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline is producer Aditya Sood. Aditya, good to talk to you again after all these years, man. Man, it's great to hear from you, Ben. Uh, it's been a long time. First of all, tell us about Ben in college. That's the first thing I want to know. Just a revolving door of women. <laughs> Just women. <laughs> Speaking of cocaine uh, bear, uh, is that his nickname? I, I, I assume, Ben, I mean, it's amazing that you have this show where I guess you just sort of regale San Diego with all of the exploits uh, from our from our adventures on the uh, on the. Pomona College football team. Um, excuse me. The Pomona College uh, quiz bowl team. Yeah, uh, we yeah. were on the quiz bowl team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard yeah. about it. Yeah, I heard <laughs> about hey, we went to state. We went to state twice, so. Sorry, but that's our Ben right yeah, there. Yeah, we weren't necessarily, and I weren't necessarily the, the coolest kids. I, I mean, part of the reason I think we chose Pomona is that we blended in with all the other extreme nerds at our school, Aditya. <laughs> You know, it was uh, we were like fish in water, <laughs> like fish in water. Now I remember Aditya was he was very into pop culture and everything. How did you end up getting into what you do now, and what exactly does a, a producer? I'm, I'm glad you do asked because I didn't want to. I ask. see all these. I, I, I see all these credits at the end of the movie, yes. and, I, and I realize. Yeah. I have no idea what these people like, actually do. Aditya, we have a producer. His name's Paul. Yeah. He's the one that just talks to you on the phone. He does our social media. He contributes on the air. He does our graphics. We know what he, he does as a producer. I have all the work. work. I have <laughs> zero idea what a Hollywood producer does. <laughs> uh, well, listen, you wouldn't be the only one, including some people who sometimes get the title, I guess. So. Um no, look, what, you know, first of all, there are a lot of different kinds of producers um, and, and really people who do everything from raising money for the movie to, you know, figuring out the budgets and the nuts and bolts and like actually how to make, you know, hire the people and do the things. And then people who are, you know, 
I guess, someone's manager or something and kind of get the credit uh, every now and again. But the kind of producing that, that uh, I do and sort of what I went in, uh, you know, to pursue, actually starting when I was yeah, a student at Pomona, um, you know, is really what, you know, we sort of call creative producing. And, and so part of what I try to do is, you know, find basically good ideas for movies and TV shows like, the Martian or cocaine there, uh, and then just help shepherd that through every stage of development and production and, you know, all the way through release. So, you know, it's, it's really trying to get people, the, the generous description is trying to get, you know, to protect the creative vision of, of the movie. The, uh, I think the other version of it is, I don't know if you remember the story of Tom Sawyer and the white picket fence where he gets all the kids to yeah, paint the yep, fence for him. 100%. That's basically, he was a great producer. <laughs> I, lo- I love it. So we're talking with Aditya Suit. He's a Hollywood producer, a producer of Cocaine Bear. Now, the creative idea for Cocaine Bear wasn't just some, like, random in the middle of the night. What would happen if a bear <laughs> ate cocaine? This actually this happened, like, happened yeah. right? It's, so what's wild about this is it did actually happen. It was, I think, you know, something that had sort of you know, happened in the 80s. I think the Internet helped it, uh, you know, develop. There's like this little underground following this of this meme, basically. And uh, another friend of mine who's a writer and a producer, a guy named Brian Duffield, um, you know, we were having dinner and he said, I want to I developed this script with a uh, with a writer, a young writer named Jimmy Warden. And all I'm going to tell you is it's called Cocaine Bear, and it's based on a true story. I'm not going to tell you anything else, but I'm going to send you the script. And, of course, you laugh when you hear that title. But the thing about the script and, and what the, the reason why I think it went beyond just sort of being like a, a funny punchline was the script took this idea seriously. I mean, it's super funny, but, like, it actually is a real movie. Like, it, it, I, I was blown away, and I, I shared it with my partners uh chris miller and phil lord and they felt exactly the same way and that's when we knew we really had something so you know it's it's serendipity but i think a lot of what we try to do is just you know take kind of insane ideas seriously i, I love it it comes out in a week uh is that correct yep next okay. Friday. we're talking to ben's old college buddy now hollywood producer aditya sued and uh, one of the producers of Cocaine Bear, which, again, the, the, the title punches you right in the mouth uh, when you hear it. Now, the director is somebody that I am very, very uh, passionate about. Elizabeth Banks, one of my favorite actresses, just She's incredible. In, an incredible talent. Has, has she directed before, or is this her first uh, film? No, she she's directed a couple of movies before. Um, and, uh, you know, she's I, you know there's some people who are like... Triple threats. I think she's like like quintuple threat. Like she's a you know a writer, a director, an actress, a producer, and she you know was she game was show awesome. host, which yeah. is my favorite oh, part so of her resume. She always press your luck on uh, ABC Ten down here in San Diego. Uh, one of one of the all time great game shows. No whammies. Stop. Yeah. No whammy. Stop. No, she's she's phenomenal. I, I I can't wait to see it. I think um, you know the 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 way that you put it. It's not going to be – the story in and of itself is a bit campy. But, you know, there I don't bit. really like campy <laughs> movies. I like that you said – and I've seen a couple of the previews for it, too, and I went, yeah, like this is a real story, and they're going to treat it like a real story. Um, I, I really can't wait to see it. It's going to be phenomenal. I'm, now, this is going to sound really, really dumb, but I remember growing up, there was like that television show Gentle Ben, 
and there was it was an actual <laughs> they actually had a bear like an animal yeah. actor were there any actual bears in this um, movie or is it all a hundred percent hollywood magic Listen, you know, you never want to reveal your exactly. tricks, but I will tell <laughs> hey, you. Hey, David Copperfield, how did you do that? <laughs> no, I mean, look, one of the things that was really critical for us, um, and when we talked to Universal, who, you know, God love them, were uh, went on this crazy ride with us. Um, but the thing that we said to them is, look, it is critical. If you're going to make a movie called Cocaine Bear, you got to have a state-of-the-art bear. And... Um, you know, it's it's not it's not a good idea to actually give a bear cocaine. I just want to say that. Up <laughs> yeah, front. correct. Certainly, method, like actor. method actor, method actor bear. Exactly. Uh, so you know, we literally we went to the team at Weta who did Planet of the Apes, like the best visual effects company uh, you know in the world, and they did our bear. They were so thrilled that like they were able to do something that was so insane and. You know, not that they're tired of all of the run-in-the-mill special effects stuff, but th- this was a pretty special one. So, yeah, there was no actual bear, believe it or not. Um, but those guys did an incredible job. And I, I think, I think, as I keep saying, you will believe a bear can do cocaine. <laughs> well, Aditya, gr- good luck with the movie. It's great to catch up with you, and I appreciate you spending a few minutes with this morning. I will definitely can't wait to see it when it comes out next Friday. Uh, cocaine bear producer. Aditya Sood uh, spending some time with us. Thanks, thanks, man. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate it, man. Aditya that was awesome. Sood on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Yeah, is it a silly thought? Of course it is. And we've seen, I mean, they've done a lot of marketing, and especially during sporting events. It feels like I'm watching a lot of sports lately, and you see a lot of commercials, ads for cocaine bear out there. But... um I mean, there's something compelling and intriguing for sure. Yeah, no question about it. I can't wait to see it. Uh, it, it, it. I love that guy. Was so cool, so nice, such yeah. a nice dude. Are you surprised we were on the quiz bowl team together? A little bit, yeah, a little bit. I mean, he's a he is a producer in Hollywood now. Holy he knows cow. he knows people like Elizabeth Banks. Yes, man, that is. Again, I ask. I looked him up. I mean, What'd you do he, with yourself? He he did The Martian. Yep. He did Deadpool. Yep. I mean, he's got Ryan Reynolds followers. Probably his pal. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. Again, what'd you do? What'd you do? Hollywood lifestyle was just you know. He could, I could have gone that direction too. But you could have stayed down you here. Could've. Male modeling. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously, yeah. just wanted to do sports. many avenues that was open to yeah. me. Yeah, sports talk is really what suited you. <laughs> Thanks for setting that up because that was fascinating. That was who else do you know? Yeah, yeah. For us, we. You guys want to talk to Ben Affleck because I know him. You know, the funny part is, is you always say, "I can't believe you didn't tell me." And then correct, but I also don't. I don't even realize that I know some of these people until I bring it up. And like, oh wait, I know that person, and it's like comes almost as much of a surprise to me as it does to you. Yeah, I mean, it's like why would I know a Hollywood producer? Oh wait, I do. It's kind of a trip, my friends. Let's get uh, let's get back into Manny Gate twenty twenty three. Go look at Twitter and you tell me if it's a gate. (laughs) What are people upset about? You know, I don't know that upset is the right word. Manny saying he's going to opt out is spinning people out. Surprise! We've we've said that we've been saying it for months. It's the smart thing to do. He'd be he'd be foolish not to. Should we announce our opt out? We don't have an opt out. But the last year of our contract, just to freak him out a little now bit. In, <laughs> now, for a lot of teams, when you have a superstar player and they're going to opt out, the first thing is, well, yeah, our team, 
Oh, they're going to let another big-time player go. They're just not willing to put the money into the product, you know, ownership, dropping the ball again. Um, those those criticisms don't ring very true with the San Correct. Diego Padres yeah. right now. So, yeah, there's no controversy there. It's not as though Peter Seidler is, you know, a cheapskate who's unwilling to spend on talent. So we can throw that out the window. Uh, for Manny, there's really, oh, well, there's another egotistical athlete who, you know, is not loyal to his team or his city. I, and I already saw really... somebody say things like this is what makes me miss Tony Gwynn. See, that, that's, I think that's completely unfair as well. I do, too. I do, too. Manny has never said anything other than the fact that he loves playing for the Padres and would like to in, extend that relationship even further. In this day and age, man. Like, in this day and age, um, that's just what's going to happen. It's just going to be a bit of an overreaction at some points. And uh, Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, clearly on record uh, saying I don't want to lose that guy. I don't want to lose him from this team. I don't want to lose him from the Let, city. Let's take scale out of it. I think people get caught up in the scale of how much Major League Baseball players get paid. Sure. So let's, you know, think about your own job somewhere. Whatever you do for a living. I'm a radio host. Okay, radio host. Yes. Stephen Woods. Um, you get paid a certain amount to be a radio host. I do. And you've got a contract coming up where, you know, you've got a station that you love, you work for, you've had success for, you have some great fans who listen to that station however you also know that the value of what you do right at this very moment is a lot higher than what you're actually getting paid and so you have the opportunity you can stay for what you're making the same amount right now with your radio station that you do love and your listeners that you love or you can use that leverage and that moment in time to try to make more money more and a more accurate representation of what your value is right now don't you and most people go that direction? Like I would like to be paid what my value is. Yeah, I think for the most, job that I do. I think most people do. Yeah. So it doesn't matter that Manny's making thirty million right now. If his value is thirty-eight million dollars a year, then he should be making thirty-eight million dollars a yeah. year. Now, if you're making seventy thousand dollars a year, but your value is eighty-five thousand dollars a year. Well, you should be able to go out and try to make $85,000 a year. You shouldn't be disloyal to your company because they're not willing to pay you what you should be worth at that time. Yes, Correct? Yeah, 100%. So take the scale of it all out of it and just think about your own situation, your own job, your own profession. I'm going to uh, place my trust into Papa, Papa P and AJ Preller, and hopefully that deal gets done sooner than later. And, uh, you know, Manny is, I, you know, by all accounts, Ben, if history is any indication, this should be a really monster season for him. So uh, good for him. You got to strike while the iron's hot, man. I, I, if he did go, and I don't think he will, but if he did, I would miss him, miss him terribly. If you want to join us, if you've got some thoughts, different thoughts on yeah. this Manny Machado. Fire away. Give us a call, 833-288-0973. We can take some phone calls. Uh, we are in the middle of our Tier 1 spring training tour as well. We're going team by team against the Padres' opponents. Today's 
uh, team is supposed to be the New York Mets. We can always push that back, though, if you want to call in and talk Manny. Sammy Spring Training uh, going to join us from Peoria. He was there when Manny was talking earlier this morning, had that audio for us uh, that you heard uh, less than an hour ago. So Sammy going to be with us as well as we roll on here on a Friday, back after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Open. Let's uh, let's take some calls here. 833-288-0973. We're discussing Manny Machado, who is uh, he's hinted around it for weeks, and now this morning he said it outright. He will be opting out of his contract with the San Diego Padres at the end of the season. Yeah, and we and other people in town have said it like a mantra that it would be pretty foolish not to. Well, him, so. I mean, people are worried because no one who's ever opted out of their contract has ever <laughs> resigned with the Padres. Except well, for- no. No one in the last, well, you know, week or so. But, you know, obviously Nick Martinez did it, and he re-signed with the Padres. And then Robert Suarez also did it, and, and he re-signed with the Padres. So you Darvis just got an extension. There is there is a track record for Padres actually opting out of their contract and then coming to a new deal and staying with the San Diego Padres. Will that happen with Manny Machado? I don't have a crystal ball. I can't promise anything. Um, you know, there is several superstars in play, and at some point there might not be the ability to, to pay all of them at the same time. So, yes, there is a danger here that Manny Machado could get away at the end of this season. Is it cause for panic? I would say no, not at this juncture, but maybe you feel differently. Let's go out to our phone lines. Let's go to Clay uh, down in the South Bay. Clay, good morning. Welcome to Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Hey, morning, Ben Woods. Hey, Paul. You know, I listen to you guys every day, even though I don't call every day. But Thank anyway, you, you know, with Matty, I mean, he's got a contractual stipulation that allows him to opt out of his contract. And everybody knows that if you opt out of your contract, you're just going to try to get more money or get your contract revised to uh, to hopefully help you as the person that it's going to benefit and maybe it will benefit the Padres and but everybody's acting like he's jumping ship he ain't jumping ship but one thing you can be for sure even if he did he would not end up in LA 
Yeah, not that, on the Dodgers. That would be interesting. I've seen Dodger fans who hate him, you know, and and I've seen them like, oh God, give me Manny, because when a player of that caliber does end up on the free agent market, yeah, man, Manny's going to make your team immensely better. Um, I can't say for a hundred percent certainty he wouldn't go to the Dodgers if the price was right, but boy, we'd like to think so in our minds. Uh, certainly, Clay, appreciate the call, man. I, um, yeah, I just, you know, I. People are comparing him to Arenado and how Arenado opted in on his deal. I mean, look, every every person's different, every player's different. Um, he's he's. It's not going to surprise me if they get through. It, you know what? I, I'll take that back. It would surprise me if they get all the way through the season. Is it? Does am I crazy? Didn't everyone rip Nolan Arenado for that decision? Yes, he wasn't praised. Oh, what a what a good loyal dude. He was mostly lambasted. For leaving tons of money on the table, yep. for not advancing the the cause for fellow Major League Baseball players, and really, it's it's almost a competitive. It, it's almost like a competitive imbalance when you do that for one team. Uh, think of Tom Brady taking less money over the years, and how much that benefited the New England Patriots that he chose to do that. You can praise him for that, but I don't know that that's not really how the system is designed to work either. And, you know, I don't expect any athlete ever to take a, a huge discount to continue to play for their team when there's more money available out there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I just, you know, you can, today is a day you can you can express your concern, certainly. You can do whatever you want. You can fan however you want, my friends. But um, I still think it gets done. So I'm going gonna, gonna to put my eggs in that basket and, and know that they're, you know, as creative as AJ's been lately with – with contracts, I mean, what what kind of stuff are they working up uh, in the lab right now for Manny? It's a smart business move, what he did today. Very smart to get everybody in a tizzy, to get everybody upset, and everybody thinking, oh, man, like what's life look like without Manny Machado? I saw somebody say, I think... I think Xander, signing Xander was a mistake, and maybe Manny's offend, you know, offended by that. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Xander's a shortstop right now. Manny's the third baseman, one of the best in the world, one of the best to ever do it. Supremely confident in his abilities. Um, it, 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 I don't know that Manny looked at the Xander signing as, oh, well, that's their backup plan in case I end up leaving. I, I'm for, I, for one, am happy the Padres covered their ass a little bit because stupid things happen in this game. You never know what can happen. Uh, and if for some reason he did leave, Ben, you are covered. I think it, if the Padres, you know, in a year, if Manny Machado's gone and he signs somewhere else and they go, well, we couldn't we couldn't afford it because we signed Xander Bogarts to a long deal, then go ahead and, and tell me that maybe Xander Bogarts, that was a mistake. If it really did cost you the ability yep. to bring back a player like Manny Machado. But until you, until you get there and they tell you, you know, it's impossible – why are we why are we worried about it at this point? Because we're human. I guess so. Let's go to Nacho. You are next up with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Morning, guys. How you doing? Good, morning. How are, how are you? Good, good. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Like, it's just kind of funny how everybody's reacting to this uh, uh, Manny situation. But I'm with Woods. So I'm going to put all my eggs in that basket. Because in trailer, we trust. Guys. Yes. Yes. He's going to get it done. He's going to get it done. He's always gotten it done. And what makes us think that if they were going to pay Aaron Judge so much money that he's not going to pay out the best player in the team? Yep. I agree. Let's, let's take a minute and think about that. I agree. I like that. How is that not going to happen? Now, are you 
retroactively, would you like to go back and, hey, if you had worked a little harder to not have the opt-out in Manny Machado's deal five years ago and then not worry about this? I don't know how critical that was in getting the final deal done. If the Padres had held firm and said, yeah, we'll give you $300 million for 10 years, but we're not willing to go to that opt-out after the fifth year, does the deal still get done or does Manny Machado go somewhere else? That's a good question. I, I was wondering about that today. If it was, you know, 10, 300, you know, what do you do? Um, and if it was, all right, well, it's actually going to be five, and then you can opt out. I don't know. Our boy, Apollo Tyson, who is, I can't decide if he likes Manny or doesn't like Manny, but he always tweets at me because of my love for Manny. I uh, said, why would anyone lambast Arenado? He's happy where he is. Jose Ramirez took less. He said it best. How rich do I need to be? Padres paid a lot more than anyone for him. Uh, I don't know, and you don't either, Apollo, know what the offers on the table were for Manny Machado. I will say this. As hard as it is to uh, wrap your head around Manny Machado at five years, $150 million has been a bargain. A bargain. Straight up. Bargain. Right, we saw Freddie Freeman recently. You know, He took more money in Los Angeles yeah. and seemed to have some buyer's remorse, at least at some point, yeah, uh, during tears. the year last year. Yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Mrs. Atlanta. I don't know if that's something that you know gives Manny pause and goes, you know, I... I definitely can get each, each person's a big contract different. somewhere else. But yeah, is each, it is it worth it to me to leave? Each person's different. I mean, and the the lambasting Arenado is is Ben's right. I mean, when Ozzy Albie signed the seven year thirteen dollar contract that he signed, people in baseball were understandably livid. You told a great, I think it was you who told the great story. You were friends with uh, John Boggs. Yes. And John Boggs represented Tony Gwynn. Yeah, for his whole whole career. And Tony Gwynn didn't want to go anywhere else. Yep. He wanted to stay in San Diego. But it drove John Boggs crazy yeah. that Tony would keep saying that. At the very least. Don't say it. At the very <laughs> least, pretend for a month or two that, like, that you might know. go somewhere I else. I know. And, and, and we'll stay in San Diego. Don't worry. We'll sign something here. Yes, but yes, yes. Maybe we can squeeze a little <laughs> bit more out of the team if you'll just... If you'll just play the game a little play bit. Play it a little bit. Manny Machado knows how to play the oh, games. He's, he's a, a great mas- game player. Master at he it. may have no intention of ever going anywhere else in his life, but he knows that as long as he has the opt-out card and is giving at least a little bit of uncertainty about his future, well, that adds urgency. That fans the flames under the feet of well, A.J. Preller and Peter Seidler to get something done now to maybe sweeten the pot just a little bit more than they would otherwise. By the way, don't be pissed at the guy for playing the card that the organization gave him. They said to him five years ago, hey, here's a buttload of money. Also, here's an ace in the hole yeah. for you. Enjoy. Yeah, you, I neg- mean, you negotiated an opt-out, but if you even think about using it, the entire city is going to turn on, on you. you so hard. They get, he's playing the literal <laughs> no, card they gave him. Well, we've seen it. Jake Peavy was given a no-trade clause. And the Padres, at some point, as things started falling apart, needed to get rid of him and his salary and move on from Jake Peavy. And he ended up, I mean, it was uncomfortable there at the end. Like, we need to trade you. And he, I don't know, did he want to go to the White Sox? Did he want to be traded at that point? But things got really uncomfortable, kind of icky almost at the end. That is. Even though he negotiated it and it was his right to have that no-trade clause and make things difficult for the Padres. The only thing that scares me about any of this, and I know the only thing that scares me is that it gets icky. That's it. That's the only thing that scares me is that it gets it gets contentious at some point. It gets icky when you don't want a guy anymore, though. 
Yeah. It doesn't get icky when you want to keep a guy around. Yeah, and for we, sure. There's no doubt. No one's ever said anything other than they've said the they opposite. They want Manny yep. to be around as long as possible, and Manny has never said anything other than I love playing for this team and I love this city. That doesn't get icky. It gets icky when, yeah, I know we gave you a no trade clause, but we have to trade you, and so we're going to try to start saying things in the media and you know undermining you in the community so we can you know make it so un- you unhappy here that we can actually get you to lift that no trade clause that's when things get icky that's not icky with Manny Machado right yeah now. or you know the other one is you know you 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 want to you want to make sure everyone's eye on the prize i have no doubt that he's going to be eye on the prize and again if he if this is if he's really looking at it like a walk year it serves him well to have a monster season. And it serves the Padres well to have a monster season for Manny Machado. Too. Correct. All right, we'll come back. Uh, spring training, Sam. Sammy Spring Training is in Peoria. He was with Manny this morning. So we'll get his uh, firsthand thoughts when we return on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. You know what game Manny uh, took up recently, right? Chess. Yeah. Chess. Not checkers. Not checkers. <laughs> no. Chess. Game of next level strategy. Oh, yeah. Game of thinking a few moves down the road. I'm not great at it. And by not great at it, I mean I have zero idea how to play. Do you know how the pieces move? Some of them. Some go forward. Yes. Some go sideways. Correct. Okay. Some do both. Some do both. Some go in a kind of an L shape. Actually, What's one the of goal? them goes in the L shape. The goal of chess, if you want me to Ben Splain Ben Splain it, is to capture the other player's king and put the king into checkmate. That means you basically, no matter what they do, they will be eliminated essentially you will capture the king on the next move okay the most powerful piece on the board however is the queen oh yeah the queen can move in any direction forward side diagonally just like it as short short or as far as they'd like just like at all of our homes that's exactly right it's a metaphor for life yeah it really is all right uh, spring sammy spring training is in peoria arizona uh, get some thoughts on some of the news from Manny Machado this morning. Uh, first, this hour of Ben and Woods brought to you by Five Hour Energy. Visit fivehourenergy.com. Remember college uh, when I was back there with Aditya? Yes. Five Hour Energy got you through. The energized feeling you relied on back then still works today. Rediscover Five Hour Energy. It'll get you through again. Visit fivehourenergy.com and talk to Sammy right after uh, traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. All right, let's go out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. He's now a daily guest. From Peoria, Arizona, Sammy Spring Training, Sam Levitt, back with us here on 97.3 The Fan. And uh, a little audio that has sent Padres fans, Sammy, into a tizzy this morning for Manny Machado. 
Yeah, and and I understand why uh, why why that's the case. And I had a feeling uh, once I once I heard what Manny had to say, and I knew it was going to hit Twitter, and we would tweet out the video. I had a feeling that um, that it would create a bit of a stir. Um, I don't know about you guys, but you know, I, I don't think any of it is is all that surprising. I, I, I really don't think that anything Manny said was necessarily uh, groundbreaking. Nope. I mean, it, it's something that we've we've all expected. He just, I, I think, for the first time, really came out and, and said that he plans to opt out. Now, when you even think about potential contract negotiations, I mean, of course he's going to say that, right? So I, I understand, um, look, he, he's a terrific player. He means so much to this organization. And, you know, the idea of Manny not being here beyond this season is a, a really hard thing to think about. But I would I would caution everybody to just remember that doesn't mean he's not going to be here beyond this season. It just means that the Padres and Manny have some have some work to do as far as uh, figuring out um, you know what what the next step is and and uh, you know we'll see. I mean, look, there there's been reporting that you know they've had communications about you know a potential uh, extension and um you know and, and manny at fan fest talks about his openness to discussing that so um I, again I, I i understand it i understand the stir um but you know I, I don't think anything that that he said today was all that surprising i i think it's pretty much in line with what you would think would would happen in this scenario entering the season it's funny though you're right we've been saying it for weeks and months and everything else and um, you know, your your hope is in in the off season uh, before spring training starts. You know, all of our hope was, no, they'll bang this thing out. You know, Peter and AJ will fly down to Miami or they'll go over to Coronado and sit down over dinner and they'll bang out an extension. And, um, you know, this will not be a problem or a distraction or any of the, the sports radio tropes that you're going to hear over the next couple of months, Sammy. Um, yeah. it, it was a... It, I'll be honest with you, as a massive Manny stand, it was hard to hear, to actually right. hear, yeah, I'm planning on opting out. You're like, whew, all right. I knew you were going to say it. I knew you Wouldn't were. it probably be worse, though, if Manny was saying, you know, I just, I haven't decided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't 100%. made up my mind yet, so you're kind of in a no man's You know what he does? Land? He throws, what he does right there with that statement, he takes the ball out of his court, he just throws it in the court of A.J. Preller. It's right. here. It's your ball now, At least now, the Padres pal. know. Okay. At least they know. Right. We, need yeah. to, we need to get working on this with some urgency uh, because we know what he's going to do with with 100% certainty. And the other part of this, guys, and, and Manny was asked about the contracts that went out to different players this offseason, the big contracts, you know, to, to Aaron Judge and Trey Turner, and the list goes on and on. I mean, guys, he said, he said it twice. He said a lot of money out there. He said that twice. He's right. He's right. We, we've talked about this before. I know you guys have talked about it. You look at the contracts that were given out this offseason. You look at the player man he is, the age he is. He's shown a desire that he wants to play for a long time. There is a lot of money out there, whether it's eventually going to come from the Padres or, or somewhere else. So, again, I, I, I just think in the totality, you look at the situation and you think about it, and I, I just – I. I I wasn't all that surprised to to hear him say that, um, but I do understand from the emotional standpoint for the fan base. I, I do understand why why actually hearing him say it, um, you know, is not the greatest uh, way to start your Friday morning. I, I of course understand that, but 
Um, you know, look, I, I don't have any additional inside knowledge or insight on it, but I, I'm sure as, as it has been reported on that conversations are ongoing and, you know, let's see what, what plays out. And, um, we've got a very exciting long season ahead before we, we really have to worry about it. If you want some actually surprising Padres news from this morning, I would venture to say that the more surprising story is the news that Ethan Salas, 16-year-old Ethan Salas, is going to be brought up to the big league camp, at least enough that he's going to actually play in some Cactus League games with big leaguers, actual San Diego Padres, at the age of 16. It's unreal. It's like reverse fantasy camp. (laughs) It's just insane. Yeah, it's it's pretty remarkable, and I'm really looking forward to watching him play and seeing what he can do. Um, again, I, I don't think it's all that surprising. Well, maybe it's a little surprising, but at the same time, not because of the type of prospect he is, what we heard about him from the Padres, from Chris Kemp that day. I went to the ballpark and spoke with Ethan and, and spoke with Chris Kemp about him. Um, they think very, very, very highly of Ethan Salas, and keep in mind, he's somebody who was around the Venezuelan Winter League this past year, played in a game, um, you know, has some experience being in that type of environment, which is super, super competitive. So, you know, I, I think it'll be a really good experience for him. Um, you know, I, I don't know where he's going to start in the minor leagues. I don't know if he will start here at the complex or if the Padres will start him at low A. I mean, he's so, so young. And he's certainly still uh, still a ways away, but I think it's pretty cool, and I think it says a lot about what the Padres feel about his talent. Number one, and also um, the the person he is, the makeup, and we we heard a lot about that when we signed him. So I think it's uh, you know look when when the when some of the stars go to the World Baseball Classic, we may be looking for some storylines and things to uh, watch and talk about. I think this is uh, going to be a pretty good one. Sammy, uh, great work this week. I'm glad we've got you out there. And the next time we see you, though, and have you on, should be in person when we uh, join you from the Peoria Sports Complex uh, beginning next Tuesday. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. By the way, before I go, I do want to uh, just turn in my homework. Yes. Oh, Drew Pomeranz. That's right, Drew Pomeranz. Yes, a quick report here. So Bob Melvin did talk about Drew Pomeranz today. Drew Pomeranz is throwing a side session today. And Bob Melvin said he's he's a little behind everybody else, but hopefully catches up uh, and did indicate that there's, you know, a, a chance he's ready for the beginning of the season. So Drew Pomerantz is throwing a side session today. Uh, I'm sure we'll ask additional questions uh, about Pomerantz in the following days about how he felt and, and all of that. But uh, I'm going to go out uh, to the the mounds and uh, see if I can catch uh, Pomeranz throwing that side session, get some video. But Bob Melvin did talk about him today, and that was the update. He's, he's uh, throwing a side today. Sam's so diligent about his homework. He's like me in high school. Yeah, Just he make is. sure he turns it in. Even if the teacher forgets, he's the guy who raises his hand and goes, I have my hey, assignment. We have my assignment to turn in, and everyone else looks and goes, they, she had forgotten. And all of a sudden, now you're reminding her about the homework? Thank you, Sammy. All right. Thanks, guys. Sam Levitt on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Uh, Drew Pomeranz being healthy. I, I think we've forgotten since he has barely pitched at all the last two years. You know, he was one of the premier relievers in baseball. 
You throw him now in with a, a Robert Suarez with a year under his belt, a Luis Garcia and his absolute nasty filth, a Tim Hill, all setting up to get to Josh Hader. You can shorten games quite a bit if you're if you're the San Diego Padres. Um, you don't worry too much about Nick Martinez and Seth Lugo. Oh, they're only five innings starting pitchers. Who cares? That we only need to be ahead after five innings, and we're pretty good after that. The rest of the game, uh, we've got a U Darvish and a Joe Musgrove who are going to pitch seven, eight for us a lot of the times when they go out. We can definitely afford to have, you know, a shorter starting outing or two, given the depth that they may have in their bullpen. Yeah, I mean he's he's a he's a total wild card. I mean he's side session today. Uh, Bob said he's a little bit behind uh, where the other guys are, but no reason to panic, no reason to rush. Again, he's one of those guys I feel, take your time. T- take your time with Drew. Like, like really, really do your due diligence. Make sure when he comes back he can go for a, a you know, there's no guarantee, but there's no reason to rush Drew Pomeranz back for, you know, the first month of the season. None whatsoever. It'd be I- great to have him, but just after after the last couple of seasons it's been so tough. Just make sure you get him ready to roll. I will say this. Who are the Padres' number one and number two pitchers in your mind? Uh, starters? or yeah, starters. Uh, probably you, Darvish. and I, It's hard because I, I, would I, say I it's trust. Pretty, I'd say it's Darvish and Musgrove pretty clearly with Blake Snell's Right behind that, but my the stupid potential of Blake Snell being able to go out and strike out fifteen and and throw in ninety eight from the left side is is always what gets me. But I get you, yeah. The most consistent yes. guys are, are Musgrove and. and Here's the thing, though, I would split them up in my rotation. Would you? I would not have them pitching back to back days. First of all, they're they're both right handed. Yeah, they're you can also, go Snell number two. They're also the two guys that you can count on for some length. for deeper outings and you don't necessarily need your two deep outings back to back you need to split it up with a Blake Snell who's more of a five to six inning guy and then a Nick Martinez and a Seth more Lugo five inning guy, probably yeah. not going to be going you know seven or eight especially early in the season yeah you need to stagger it a little bit you know you I think you want to stagger those two guys so you can always know that whether we're always just a day away from potentially resting our bullpen with a a complete yeah. game or an eight inning effort by a Musgrove or a Darjit. 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 Yeah. He plays rugby. Rugby. <laughs> Darjit. It is a Club Friday yeah. that we have coming up. So. Yeah, it is. But, yeah, one I mean, more onto the fire. It, it, would look, it would look a little insulting to one of those guys if you held him back to like the fourth starter's position to split them up. But it might be the smart thing to do. If you're going with a six man rotation, Darvish. And then you could go like Snell, Martinez, then Musgrove, and then you go Lugo, Waka, or something like that, just to just to split up your two big guys a little bit more. Now in a playoff series, obviously you're going probably going Darvish, Musgrove, or Musgrove, Darvish one two because uh, you got to win those games. But over a long season, it, I think it makes more sense to split those guys up a little bit. I'm I'm with that. I, I you know we're not there yet. We got to make sure everybody gets through camp healthy and. Ready to go, but I like where your head's at. I like where your head's you know prognosticating already. Speaking of prognostications, before you make your next bet, check out BetQL. They look at every bet, every game, to find you the best bets possible and rank them all on a scale of one to five stars. BetQL does all the hard work for you. So get better at betting. Visit BetQL.com or download the BetQL app to get three days of BetQL access absolutely 
Prix. Got an update for you on one Tiger Woods playing the back nine at Riviera, his front nine in the second round of the Genesis Invitational. We'll get to that. A Rindle report as well. I figured out, Paulie and I have figured out a way to save Odyssey hundreds of thousands of dollars in our trip next week. Oh, yeah. On 97.3 The Fan.